we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth. Or maybe he's onto something. It's the Quiri cast with Larry Quiri Rai. It's not fearless. Just real talk. And now, here's your host. Hi, hi, hello and hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Criticast. The name is Larry and it's such a pleasure being here with you for yet another episode on such a dramatic weekend. Um, I'm just happy that I actually dodged doing it on Thursday because then I have to do another Criticast uh, today, uh, which is now Sunday morning. But it's after all the drama that happened with the president of the country. If you haven't heard about it, uh, in fact, let me talk about that before I even talk about all the other things. The second part, I'll talk about uh, some of the news that happened this week. And the third part, I'm going to talk about tips for a blind date, the do's and don'ts of a blind date. But if you don't know, the president of Zimbabwe, Emerson Nangagwa, was in Bulawayo at the White City Stadium on, what was the date? It was, uh, no, not even date, what am I thinking about dates? Like, I care about dates. I mean, I'm not talking about the dates for like when you go on a date. You've got to care about that, don't you? Because, I mean, if you don't care about the date, where well, you're going to see her. But back to serious stories. Emerson Dangagwa was in Bulawayo at uh, White City Stadium on uh, the 23rd. This was uh, Saturday. And as he was getting off stage after his speech, he promised all sorts of things. Uh, companies are opening. Hospitals going to be start working and all that other stuff. Oh, you know, if vote all those horrible people that are in, um, in that other thing, the city council out because they're not giving you water. Uh, you know, you know, you know, the stuff he said. He said a lot of stuff. It was stuff. I watched it for, for like five minutes because I was waiting for the football to start. So I did catch some of the stuff. But the dramatic stuff is what I missed until a little bit later when somebody said, turn to TV, is when, as he was walking off the stage, right, waving to his adoring fans, all fanboys and fangirls and all singing his praises and saying it was the greatest thing since Jesus was a baby, right? Well, an explosion went off and what looked like a grenade had been thrown. And he's, he gets whisked away very quickly, along with, you know, the dignitaries, like like uh, the vice presidents and stuff like that. But um, you see people collapsing around him. And, and I've got to say something. Explosions on movies just look more awesome than those in real life. I'm not being weird, but it was like a sort of weird, sacred, out-of-body experiences that happened. You know, Peter Drury's eloquence would not even have dealt with that, you know. But the reality of the situation, being on the serious side of things, no, there's nothing that's been said about death of anyone that may or may not have died. Look at the explosion. It was looked so close. There were certain people that must have. Something must have happened. I was reading a tweet from Zenzele um, from Blawayo, who did some work for CNN. It was like, oh, this is like a serious thing. And he's one of the biggest critics of the government. And it, it just got weird, you know. It, it was one of those, I don't know, I, 
Uh, somebody was saying this is not who we are. I've been seeing this on Twitter a lot. This is not who we are. But over the last 15 years, Zimbabwe has permeated the zeitgeist of our conversation. And a lot of the time we used violent languages against each other. We, we threaten each other. And you get on Twitter and say, I'm ready to go to war. I'm ready to fight for this country. And we're a lot of fighting talk. So we shouldn't be surprised that this happened. To be honest, we shouldn't be surprised because this is what the Zimbabwean we are at. And we've evolved in this, into this creature that speaks in, 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 in consequence of violence. Uh, I remember a couple of months ago, or last year sometime, I was talking about how we use words like kusaroa when somebody does something that we don't like. So we are turning into a violent society, and this is what it's, so it's uh, showing itself as. But, I mean, beyond that, the security issues we should be worried about. Terrible security issues, to be honest. For example, uh, how is it that this happened? You know, I don't know if it's a case of the CIO is not as close to the president as it was. Uh, there's some people say there's no CIO that works with the president because the president does not char trust the CIO. So we need to know what's going on because... If the president of the country is that exposed, if the office of the president is that exposed, we should all get, be getting worried. Because if you cannot protect a president, how can you protect the individual on the street? And now the state says it wants to protect all presidential candidates. That's according to uh, George Charamba. And never mind the politics around it. You know, some people might feel that if Chamisa is being protected by by, say, the CIO or whatever it is, you know, state security, whatever. All of them being, some of them, not all of them, but the state organs being treated as being very partisan. Do we have a situation where, you know, Nelson Chamisa can feel secure that if he's having a private meeting with somebody, it's not going to be relayed to the state? I don't know. You know, and I have to say about... Chamisa, he showed a lot of leadership today when he sent out a message soon after the explosion. It says, God bless and protect Zimbabwe. The president himself has alluded to it being a job of based on, you know, unsavory sort of characters. In an interview with Ruben Marwe, he said that he did not blame the people from Oblawaya. I don't understand why that has to come up. But I mean, it did come up on Twitter, so I can understand it had to be addressed. Some people say, why is it a f because of Bulawayo? Because of Bulawayo. The, 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 you know, the, when Innocent Gala in the 1980s um, got attacked, or I, could, I think he got attacked, it resulted in all sorts of weird things happening. So I can understand the fear around it, but there's so many questions. And I think a lot of us, because the, no one has been bl um, blamed for anything, uh, th there's a lot of need to be careful. And this situation is very fluid. I've seen people already cracking jokes on social media. That's the banality of our people, that in order to survive, we need to make jokes of situations. But I think everybody needs to be careful because this is a national issue. And it being a national issue, the, the, the chances of it evolving into something that is a lot more dangerous than it is, and it's, it's already dangerous, are high. And my advice to everybody out there is just be careful of what you say, your theories and so forth, because they could affect the narratives and the shape of this country as we go forward.
You can listen to the Quiddicast for free on iTunes or IONO FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the Quiddicast with Larry Quiddirai. It's not fearless, just real talk. Once again, thanks a lot to Bonnie Chimanikire, who does the uh, voiceovers for the Quiddicast. And I uh, heard her right at the top of the show. And also in that break, and we she talked about... Um, you know the different ways you can find the Kudicast. So get in touch with me at uh, with the details I'll give at the end of the show, uh, and uh, you can find out how to use her services because she's pretty awesome. Says Bonish Chimanikire, thank you very much. Now the World Cup is on, and uh, the group stages, uh, two of the match days of the group stages, have already taken place, and well, most of them uh, at this point. But uh, it's been dramatic. It's been dramatic. Um, I, I think some of the biggest moments for me is Germany scoring that 90th minute winner. Uh, we had uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and the drama around Messi and his boys. Uh, it's, it's a dramatic World Cup, but there's nowhere else that you can find the fun of the World Cup than going uh, onto DSTV's ultimate, uh, DSTV's fan chat, fan and... <laughs> Let's do it again. DSTV Finalysis Chat Group Competition, where you can meet up with the likes of uh, Simply Carol, Kalisha uh, Balia, a.k.a. Ida Peterside, DJ Cuppy, uh, myself, on a chat group, a WhatsApp chat group during, during the World Cup. Just go to ultimatefangroup.com. And when you go to ultimatefangroup.com, uh, just follow the instructions. Instructions being enter your name and your smart card number. And I want you guys from Zimbabwe to get involved in this because I think it would be exciting for you to be involved in this. I'm getting a lot of people from the other countries and we're slacking. And there's still about two more weeks, three more weeks of the World Cup. So there's opportunities to be able to um, take part in the conversation as far as the World Cup is concerned. So do that, ultimatefangroup.com. And uh, speaking of sport, do you see the drama? I had an interview with um, with uh, Sekanda Raza, one of the top players of cricket in Zimbabwe. And he came out, uh, just go to 3mob.com and just look for the interview with Sekanda Raza. But he was talked about how, there was some dramatic statements he made, like how he would quit uh, inter- Zimbabwe cricket if... Uh, you didn't get the no objection certificate and stuff like that. There's so much drama happening around Zimbabwe cricket, and there's conversations around whether about around Brendan Taylor and him standing up and saying, "Oh, he wants to separate represent the players." My opinion of the whole thing is, you know what? The Players Association is without a doubt, you know, needs to come back. It was there before, and it allowed for a situation where young individual players could not be manipulated for whatever thing needs to be done. But I think the way it's been done, the fact that there is no consensus among players means that there's something wrong. And what's going to be fixed is the relationship between players. And that's the thing that's got to be sorted out. And it might be based on the, based on the fallout of the World Cup and also the disparity in salaries between certain players, uh, who I won't mention, um, and uh, other players who felt that they were not being appreciated as much, especially since certain players, who I won't mention, but you probably figure them out, uh, were, were not in the country. And, you know, Zimbabwe cricket had to survive. There's certain younger players who got into the team, got the team working, got this, you know, started to become regulars in the team, and then these other guys come back. 
and suddenly these young guys who had start who, who kept Zimbabwe cricket's lights on pretty, pretty much um, feel sidelined. There's fractures and there's race fractures as well. We, we don't like to admit it, but racial issues, racial relationships within Zimbabwe, are something that we don't talk about. We sort of pretend that everybody's cool, so it's weird. Super Sports Studio, let's go back to that. Uh, I was talking about football. Super Sports Studio is amazing. It's got over 300, uh, maybe over 350 screens. Did you see that? It's, it's one of the most amazing things. I, I feel like I want to go there and just take a nap in there. I, I don't think I'd take a nap in there unless they switched off all the lights. But I just like would, I just like to just stand there and just watch things happen. It just looks fascinating. President, former President uh, Robinson Mugabe is in Singapore. Uh, did you hear about that? Yeah, he's going to get himself checked. Uh, well, I go to my local physician to get, you know, pennies. He goes and gets his pennies in Singapore. I mean, I want to live that life. I'm not even going to begrudge him. I mean, if you've been president for 250,000 years uh, and you're in your 90s, if you can get some of these benefits, I, I'm, I'm not going to begrudge him, you know. He's old and probably needs a lot more care than I do. I mean, I need an aspirin. He needs like, I don't know. He needs stuff. So anybody who's mad at him, I don't understand you. Ali Mariza's wife does not want to kiss him in public. Did he just become a constipated frog two kids later? You could explain yourself, Mikey. It's just like one of those weird things. Like, <laughs> what are you trying to do with that? <laughs> you do to your wife that she doesn't want to kiss you in public? That's a question I'm going to ask. It's one of the weirdest things. I mean, if your wife doesn't want to kiss you in public, you must have, like, done weird things. Maybe done an Alec Machesso, you know, slapping your dick on it, on the kid's forehead or something, or I don't know. Maybe it's the whole Bev thing. Like, he kissed Bev, remember? More than kissed her. Probably kissed her in places that the wife doesn't want to know. I don't know. It's weird. And finally, heartbreak for a lot of gents out there, Jessica Ngorsi is pregnant. Yes, gents, there's evidence she had unprotected sex. That's it. It's done. It's done. So pale there. Shoot. Boop. If you didn't know before, hey, at least the baby's here. But, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I need to deal with that. And it is the final section of the Criticast. And I said at the beginning that, um, well, it being the love section, I'll talk about the do's and don'ts of a blind date. What do you do? You know, okay, on a blind date, uh, I don't know if people still do blind dates. Maybe people do blinds uh, based on social media. I don't know, you know, or getting arranged, whatever the case may be. But a couple of do's and don'ts of it all. First and foremost, do gather information. Sometimes a bit of online research. You get a name. Just find out. So you don't want any nasty surprises, for example, whether he or she is married or, you know, might belong to a cult that you don't agree with or, you know, might have, might have 
might have gone to jail and escaped. <laughs> you never know. Cops could be looking for that person. You don't know. Uh, talk beforehand. So if you've got access to social media, or talk on the phone. Yeah, if you don't, if you find out, because I mean, from talking, you find out that you might not agree on certain fundamental things. They're important to you, you know, and even you, or you just don't feel comfortable talking to each other. So you may not be worth going on the date. Also get a description, okay? Send a date uh, a message before you meet and ask what color shirt they're wearing, what their hair looks like. Uh, you know, like a sign, have a sign, so like, you know, the classical movies say, have a flower, maybe they have a certain book on the table. I say, easy to spot them in a crowd of strangers, but don't be that weird person that gets there because you don't like how they're looking, you've got to walk away and stand the person up. Then also have something that you want to talk about. So when you walk in, don't be like an open blank page and say, whatever we can talk about, let's talk about it. Right? Someone you don't know, and you barely know, if anything, can make, can be a bit difficult. Okay? So, to avoid awkward poses, think of questions that you want to ask them, and things that you chat before you arrive. Also, let a friend know that you're going on this blind date. Not because, you know, they're going to suddenly throw a grenade at you, because you were, the blind date happened at the president's event, yeah, I don't know. So, you know, not let them know that you're with and where you're going. You know, have them check on you once in a while to see if you're okay. And when you get home, tell them that you're back from the date. Uh, there's so many weird situations that happen. And while well, we like to think that we're a relatively safe country, uh, yeah, just be careful, okay? Now to the don'ts. Don't lie, okay? The rules should go for any date in person, not even just dates, you just you just don't lie in life. Unless it's like you get asked, do I look fat in this? Gents, in that instance, always lie, okay? But, you know, you might be more tempted to make yourself and your life sound more interesting, okay? But if things go well, they'll find out eventually that you're not telling the truth. So you might have exaggerated how cool your life actually is. Then, meanwhile, back at the ranch, you you live in a, in a cesspool of madness, and your body is you know relevant in life as a fart in the wind from a baby elephant. So who knows? Uh, I don't know. They, if if they're not attracted to the real you, then you know they, who do they meet? And if you're being your real self and they think that, you know, you're not quite what they're looking for. Then what's the point, right? But we don't do this. Don't meet at your place. Have a date in public. Being around other people keeps you safe. And, you know, other countries talk about rape culture. We haven't had discussions around this. But, you know, avoid, also avoid going to their place or having them come to yours until you get to know each other better. Okay, and don't drink too much, you know, it can cloud your judgment. You think people are better than they are when you're drunk. And be dangerous when you're out with somebody you don't know. And finally, don't go mute. 
reach out to that person after your first date. Even if you don't like them, don't leave them waiting because that allows them, to, gets them imagining all sorts of things. And all that time they're dreaming of your fourth child, okay? If you, it's okay if you didn't click, but, but politely tell, tell them that there won't be a second date. Because, you know, like I say, they could be planning your fourth kid. And if you don't, then they push this reputation around that you're just a terrible human being. Will she be disemboweled by a baby piranha? Not a grown piranha, like the baby ones. One of those. If not a baby piranha, then you know, get spat in the eye by a cobra on periods. I don't know. There was the angrier ones. So who knows? Anyway. That's it for this week's episode of the Kurikas. Take care of yourself and the people that you love. Just to go out with um, reminding you that uh, you can get in touch with me on info at Larry. No, no, that, this doesn't work anymore. Larry at 3-mob.com, okay? Just to remind you of that again, Larry at 3-mob.com. Just a reminder that the... Uh, the, the the Quiddicast uh, falls under the, the um, Three Men and a Boat Publishing. So our publishing company takes care of all the things that have to do with the Quiddicast. Also, go on to uh, Twitter at Quiddirai. Uh, Quiddirai uh, has got a Y-I at the end. And also, if you want to get in touch with me on any other social media platform, just look for Larry Quiddirai. It's got a Y-I at the end, okay? And also, uh, if you want to uh, check me out on, uh, fa- uh, on I was going to call it Facebook. If you want to k- check me out on ZFM Stereo, just go to, just catch me on Mondays and Wednesdays between 7.30 and 8.30. And on uh, Tuesdays between 8.30 and 9 p.m. I don't know where my brain is today. I must have, there must have been like a, a baby that pooed in it or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. So all the information how you can listen to the Criticast, just look at it at the end. But I'm gonna I'm gonna leave uh, the, the you with the words of a, a fascinating, uh, often fascinating, but religiously followed philosopher by the name of Jesus of Nazareth. It says, "It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but but what comes out of the mouth this defiles a person." So be careful what you say in public. It's not what you hear. What you say. It's been Larry. It's been the Quiddicast. Take care of yourself. You can listen to the Quiddicast for free on iTunes or Iono FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the Quiddicast with Larry Quiddirai. It's not fearless, just real talk.